Hello, my friends. This is Heather. Welcome to another Celebrity Coach Chat. And I have to say, I have so much fun talking to so many amazing people. And this week, I'm talking to Karen Eight from Inner Design International. So interesting, such an interesting life and so interesting on how she helps people understand themselves and others so that life can just be that much better. Let me know what you think. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Take care. I'll see you soon. Hi, my friends. Welcome. This is the Back to Me podcast, and this is Heather, and I am super excited that you're here. You are going to hear some tips and some tricks and some ideas to help you live your happiest and healthiest self. I call it Back to Me because when you are taking care of yourself, back to me, then you can take better care of others and we can all make the world a better place. This is Wellness Your Way and I am super happy that you're here. We are going. Okay, so hello all my friends. This is Heather. This is the Back to Me, aka Back to You podcast. And this is my celebrity chat because I love all my celebrity friends and I love that they come and chat with me. And we're super excited. Well, I am super excited because today I get to talk to the one, the only Karen Eight from Inter. Did I say that right? No. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> How do I say it? Eight rhymes with light. Eight. Eight rhymes with light. Like eight. Light. That's a good way to remember. You know, I've been saying your name wrong for so long. I didn't but know. I would have told you. Inner Design International, which people will go, what is that? But first, but first, um, so my friend Karen, because I love the story of how knowing, well, I guess, hmm, where should we start? Should we start with what it exactly it is? Tell us exactly what it is, this inner design thing. And then I want your story. I'm going to tell you what it is by telling you my story. Okay, even better. I didn't have, I was a complete mystery to myself in my 20s and 30s and 40s. I didn't know who I was. I thought I did. So I was an assistant in a financial planning company. Nothing wrong with that. And then a True Colors personality trainer came in and gave us a full day workshop. And I went, oh. Oh, I didn't know it came through actually doing it. Oh, so yes. cool. Yes, 20 years ago. So I went, do you mean there's actually a type of person that is a little bit louder, you know, has lots of energy, you know, um, a natural negotiator, wants to be on stage, changes their mind quickly and can navigate three, four, five, six things at one time. There's actually a person like that. And that's who I am. I'm an orange. And that just means that my dominant personality type of the four personality types, which we all have all four within us, my dominant type is this outgoing, high energy, active, action oriented person. So with that knowledge, my confidence went through the roof and I left my job, became a realtor, built a team, sold to hundreds of people. Skip over all that stuff, whatever. <laughs> but it's I mean no I'm not telling you to skip over it you, you were like ah, yeah then I did this thing <laughs> so that gave me the confidence to do it is knowing myself 
but that's so amazing, right? I know, like, when you're in your 20s, sometimes even beyond, sometimes you never can figure out who you are, right? A lot of people. So, so, and if you work somewhere corporate, it is quite common to go through these, like, the Myers-Briggs, and I don't remember, I'm sure that I did colors at some point, but sometimes it'll twig you at the right time where you have that like the light of Karen Ite go on in your brain and suddenly you can go oh my god i can i don't have to be this thing right i don't have to be this unhappy person so but how long did you do the real estate thing i don't remember 10 years 10 years yeah and because you were finally new your your jam yeah my jam keeps getting better and better <clears throat> as I follow me being me. Right. I love the, you know, <laughs> I always tell people, I have a friend who's a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> I would never have gotten on a stage if I hadn't have discovered that it's okay to be that kind of a person. And I wasn't living a life like that. So I changed it all one step. So out did you change it right away? Like as soon as you found out your color, you quit your job and left? Yeah, I, I did that very quickly, but it was a process to figure out what this means to be me and to allow myself to be me. I grew up being told I was adopted by my siblings and my mom and I wasn't and my dad and I wasn't adopted. I was just different. They all knew I was different, but they didn't know why or how. Now they get it. Now Where did this world come from? <laughs> so. So. I guess what kind of process did you have to go through to decide because once you know like i mean we this happens so often where you have a new piece of information and you're like what do i do with it it i'll tell you what it meant it meant i no longer ignored my little voice inside of me that said it's okay to sing it's okay to be you it's okay if you're a little louder it's okay if you have more energy it's okay if you want to be an entrepreneur and a businesswoman. You can be doing half whatever you want when you follow this guiding system, which I wasn't following. I was ignoring that voice. Right. And because I know a lot of people do that. So I'm thinking about how to describe what it feels like to be in the wrong spot. Right. Um, so you can recognize it because... I mean, one of I, my podcasts this week was at, or earlier, I think it's episode 21 or 22 was the first step is being aware of what's going on. Because some people don't, they're like, they think it's just life. Oh, this is just life. So when you become aware of it, then the next step is like, what are you going to do with it? And um, I see a lot of people when they're asking for coaching, they are often they'll put into their comments i don't i don't know some there's something but i don't know which what to do i don't know which way to go i don't know what to choose did you go through a process to figure out how to decide what to do or oh yeah did you i was like or did you just like jump in with both feet into whatever came up well and that is my personality type to jump in i am a jump in er we are the doers this particular personality type that is my dominant versus those that need to process and think and and check dot their i's and cross their t's that's okay nothing wrong with that but i do just jump in but it was still a process of 
giving myself permission to be me, trusting myself, which I didn't trust myself for all those years before. How can you trust something that doesn't feel quite right and you're not following your real inner guidance system, you know? Right. So learning to trust myself, believe in myself. And that's a process too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, that's so common that people, you know, you see imposter syndrome or yeah, the I'm not good enough syndrome or yeah, this is what I almost like, this is what I deserve the syndrome. Yeah. I don't know where that comes from, but. <laughs> and me, I deserve to follow my true self my I, I deserve to be my authentic self i had to figure out what that was and what that looked like and then so you so you figure that out and you like found this path that's like super fulfilling and super yeah. aligned with you and yeah and you really are a rock star now i mean it's like you know we use it kind of like oh you're a rock star but no you really are a rock star well, and let me, uh, to answer an earlier question, I think that's the perfect way is it's just an example. But when I'm on a stage with a microphone in my hand and there's a band behind me, I am so alive and so me, like Lady Gaga says, you know, I was born to be on that stage and I know it. And right. I knew it as a little girl, but ignored it for decades and decades. And I think that's how you feel when you're following your true self. You feel that home feeling. Right. And I, I guess if people have never experienced it, it sounds like um, something, I don't know, impossible or a fantasy. But it's not. Let me tell you, like, you'll find people, not just my friend Karen, you'll find people who will tell you. I guess sometimes it's kind of like you're in the flow, you're in your zone, you're like whatever. But, and there's more than one, the personality type. So um, maybe we can, because to give people an idea of yes. what, what they are, right? So, because yes. um, you and I talked about this the other day and had a good old laugh about it. But, yeah. <laughs> so give me, give us some, like maybe a general overview or what, okay. however you usually describe them. Okay. So the orange is the doer. That's me. The orange's greatest stressor is too many rules and structures because oranges love and need independence and freedom. They're the, they're the kids that can't sit still on their chair, for example. <laughs> the um, golds who are quite opposite of orange, which is fine. The golds are the organized people, managers often. They're the backbone of your organization. They look after dotting the I's and crossing the T's. They are very, very, very valuable people that deserve to be appreciated completely. Their greatest stressor is people that don't follow structures and rules. So you can see oranges. <laughs> you can see why oranges and golds get into disagreements. But when they understand each other, each other's values, and reframe those negatives to positives. My sister's a high gold. I'm a high orange. We totally get each other now, but for years and years, we didn't understand each other at all. Right. And there's the blue relationship person, which I also have a lot of that within me, as we all have some. And the blue relationship person is just very caring and compassionate, and they want to connect. And 
you know, they share their feelings on their sleeve openly, openly expressing. And they don't mind small talk. Their greatest stressors, disharmony in relationships. Right. They are often married or in or working with greens. Greens are a blues opposite. And a green is an analytical person. They're a visionary. They're they're very bright. They thrive on knowledge. And they love to research and make sure something's perfect before they take, take action on it. So they make decisions from their head, whereas the blue makes decisions from their heart. And this green, back to the green that makes decisions from their head, their greatest stressors incompetence. So, but we all have all four types within us. We all can get along and be have successful relationships. We just need to understand how different people are innately hardwired differently than we are. Right. It's funny because I remember the first time we met and it was you were talking about the colors. I kept thinking about, well, I just don't look good in that color. (laughs) And it was was more and I I know that it's just a way to 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 kind of find a way to define a personality. But my brain just immediately went to the can I just be a purple (laughs) which doesn't exist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can be anything you want, Heather. Thanks, Karen. You're welcome. Um, and it's, I guess, one of the things that I would be interested. So, so one thing that I find is super useful is once you know, like, diving into a little bit of like what that would mean for you. I'm for the person who says, "Oh my God, I think I'm in the wrong spot." Like, get your colors done. Uh, colors. Remember back in the '80s when getting your colors done was like, what color you looked good in? I do. <laughs> Oh my God, the 80s. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but you know, I guess part of the process is figuring out what that person, like knowing, yes, that is me. That is me. That is me. And do you remember in high school when you had to take those tests to see what you would be good at? Mm, not really, but sorry. Oh, that was what I had to do in high school. Mm. It's like you had to take these t- a test to give you a recommendation for a career. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was ridiculous. Yes. And it told me that I should be a lab technician. Okay. (laughs) Now you, you and I have talked, we, I haven't taken the official test yet, but you and I have talked a little bit. Maybe it does make sense why they said that, doesn't it? Maybe. Mm -hmm. At the time I thought I wanted to be an airline attendant. Okay. Yes, I can see that side of you as well, though, right? right? It may not be your dominant side, but I can see that side too. Um, but it's in, it is interesting. So you find your inf- like you you use this a lot in organizations to help um, them navigate. I guess what, what would you call it? Navigate people, enhance navigate the culture, mm-hmm. and so that the company operates smoothly i guess i can remember when i was in corporate i was always because i worked in the accounting department i was always fighting with the sales department yes <laughs> always yes and there didn't seem to be any way to resolve it no. because they thought i was being ridiculous and i thought they were being ridiculous exactly, <laughs> exactly. that's such a good example of a, an orange and a gold situation right yeah so I guess, what do you do? How do you help them? Do you just educate them or is there exercises or? 
Good question. So the tool itself is a self-assessment tool. So I don't determine anyone's personality. You determine that on your own through this assessment tool. But then we go into a workshop where we go into breakout rooms and we clarify and validate, is that truly your dominant personality? And it's the funnest experience because the blues are all in a breakout room together and the greens are over here. And then somebody will say, Karen, I don't think I'm in the right breakout room and we'll talk about it and I'll switch them. And at the end, everyone just feels at home. And sometimes for the first time in their lives with people just like you and they come out and they do a um, reporting out process where one group will tell us what their greatest need is as this group of people what their greatest stressor is, what are their greatest joys, what do they need from the other people in the organization. And everyone else's eyes just get as big as saucers because there's an entire group of gold saying, this is how we are. You know, we are a little more serious or we, you know, we, we do look after your best interest all the time. We work tirelessly for you, but we do need to be appreciated to make it worth our while. And everybody's like, whoa, okay. So I love goals. They are the backbone of the organization. Without them, I would be lost. Right. Because <laughs> it's my third color. So <laughs> but it's very eye-opening for everyone. And I guess um, like any size organization, will like you'll have as many colors as there are people in your organization. Do you ever find that you have people who end up answering what they wish they were? Yes. Well, and... Um, or they think they are, they don't right. understand. They haven't figured it out yet. Sometimes it takes more than one attempt for someone to sort it out in their life and in their mind that they're actually a green, like women, for example, to be uh, lab technicians or inventors or scientists or doctors were often in the eighties told, no, 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 that's not right. for you but that's who they really were. And that feeling never goes away, but it just takes a while to uncover it sometimes. Right. Cause I think it's like funny. Um, I sometimes when I, I catch myself, I try to catch myself when I'm doing these things. It's like, you know, well, an orange being an orange sounds like it would be way more fun. I think I would want to be that person, but then I have to give myself a pause and go, am I that person? <laughs> you People know, um, drink to become orange often. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you can you can invent a drink around that. Hmm. Become the become the personality color of your choice. Here's yes. your beverage display. <laughs> well, and with the workshop and with the training, you work the muscles of those other less dominant personality types. Ah. But you know they're there. And now that now that you know they're there, you can work the muscle to be stronger in that area. I, I, as a businesswoman, I can't just be orange and blue and just love everybody and be excited and create fun. I have to be organized and professional and do my research and bring my facts to the table. And so, also know who you need to help you, right? Yes. So that's yes. something we were talking about the other day. So even solo printers, mm -hmm. I mean, um, they tend to do everything themselves, but they probably yes. shouldn't be. And I will say that fully because I tend to do everything myself. Um, I took a I took a course on determining your core values 
Mm. And there was a huge, huge list of core values. My number one is self-reliance. Mm. But that's not necessarily the best thing for my business, right? right? And when you hire someone, like I don't think an orange should hire another orange if, they're, if they work for themselves. Correct. All they would do is play and get nothing done. <laughs> and then they'd go bankrupt. And then they go bankrupt and the taxes wouldn't get paid and, and deadlines wouldn't get met. So do you do work with like smaller businesses to help them determine like the best fit for this? So I'm also a hiring consultant, not oh. just a workshop facilitator. And I have a client in BC right now, as a matter of fact, he wanted to hire someone not like him. He tried it on his own and hired someone just like him. And then she quit. So he said, okay, Karen, you're right. Let's look at this your way. <laughs> so he told me what he needed. We did a group interview with 20 people that fit that description. Everyone did an assessment. And, and long story short, he's got the perfect person in position now that is his opposite, but is going to do exactly what he isn't good at or doesn't want to so that he can free himself to be the visionary, to be the leader, to be who he's working his sweet spot. Let somebody else work in their sweet spot. And if you like, I can see where that would be like super helpful for a business to have the balance of personalities. But then there has to be, I guess, an awareness of they are different than you. So you might drive each other a little bit crazy if you're not paying attention, right? I'll give you a quick example about yeah. my operations manager, Austin, is a high green. Green is my lowest color. I'm a high orange. Orange is his lowest color. That's what's called a hundred mile walk, you know, <laughs> and uh, but because of this work, we understand each other and accept each other so well and we compromise. I don't change the plan too suddenly on him because he'll just go, ah, some, you know, and he needs time to make decisions and to create processes. Whereas I, I work very quickly. He might create a, a beautiful proposal and say, what do you think? Let's read it over again. And I'll just reach over and push the send button. That's what we <laughs> And he's like, but, but we, that's how we work together now. Right. You know, um, you know, and he doesn't mind because he knows it's good enough. Uh, so, but, but greens want things to be perfect and oranges just want to get it done sometimes. Right. So do you ever have anybody who's like, half orange and half green that would be a strange combination oh yeah and they're wonderful because they're very intelligent and also in action and action at the same time are they a procrastinating perfectionist no oh too bad they're a, they're a, a smart get things done person often business owners are green orange wow yes uh yes. that's very cool they're and the vision and the salesperson so you because i know at one point you had workshops going on for um people peoples yes people. open public workshops right are you still doing that you're still doing those. i don't i don't have one scheduled at the moment but i if if there's enough demand i'm happy to do one or if there's a group that wants one they just need to call me and we'll work out the details and make it happen for them that's very cool mm -hmm. because i was also thinking like think of families like you mentioned your family, right? Yes. My sons were first introduced to True Colors at the age of 15 and 12. They're, they're very opposite. And one is very opposite of me. 
and I'm a high blue, very soft, caring person, and blue is both of their third color. So I love working with families. I've worked with a lot of families where the mom and the dad are the opposite of a, of a child. And, and they don't understand these differences, and I just make sense of it all for them. There's a child's coloring book to figure Is there? out. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. It was so, like, multi-dimensional, multi-layered. Oh, yes. Help anybody. Oh, yes. And True Colors has been around for 50 years. Don Lowry, the creator, is a personal friend of mine. We spoke on the phone yesterday. He's now almost 80. Wow. And he's worked with Ford, Google, Disney, using this methodology. Yeah. So it's it's not like something that just appeared on the horizon. No. <laughs> it's been no. tested out. Yes. Because I like I said, like when I was because I was in corporate for 15 years, we did the gamut of things. Yes. Um, and we, I probably did colors, but I, do, I just don't remember. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was a while ago. The one that stuck in my head was Myers-Briggs was mm -hmm. the one that I took. I think because I think that one stuck the most because that was the first one I ever took. Yes. I was in my 20s, late 20s, and it was one of those like, really? <laughs> well, Myers-Briggs, which came out in the 50s hmm. um, at the time of the Second World War, this mother-daughter team, it has stood the test of time, but uh, and many people know it, but the difference I want to point out between many of the others, including Myers-Briggs and True Colors, is Don Lowry created True Colors based on Myers-Briggs and David Kiersey's work. He wanted something much simpler, much right. more user-friendly and fun that goes as deeper, deeper, but you can, you don't forget when people leave my workshops, they're, they have immediate results. They go right. home and immediately put it into um, action and uh, application and so, yeah, I love how fun and simple it is. I love real life. There's construction going on. <laughs> yeah. yes. It's just, I just call it real life. Yes. Real life is happening. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. Yes. yes. <clears throat> and it's interesting because I, I think you're right. I think it's simpler. I think it's more accessible. And because when you think about some of the other ones, um, they're... I mean, it's all information. Everything is just information. It's yes. how you how you use it. But it seems like this is more applicable on so many. It can, or it's easier to apply to it, so many other situations. With every relationship in your life, I promise you will never ever look at people the same way again. Right. And. I, I had a discussion about DISC yesterday, which is another methodology, and I'm starting to realize that one. <laughs> yes, I'm starting to realize that people feel pigeonholed and and really analyzed. And True Colors is not like that. It just is all about accepting people where they're at, making them right for being who they are, and that we have all of these four types within us, and just knowing which one's first and second, because the second one plays a bigger role in your life than your first one even does. Why? Because, um, how do I say this? So I'm an orange blue, but blue, my soft, caring, nurturing, connecting, communicating side is huge. It comes through in everything I do. 
Because you're an orange, you live your blue really loud. Yes. Because I'm an orange, my blue's a little rough around the edges. A high blue would say that. A high blue that's really super caring and kind and generous would go like, Karen, come on, come on back here. Don't forget others. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me get off this motorcycle and come and, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's part of my every day. And I guess, I mean, because we were talking about families and... Um, I can just remember, like, I wouldn't ever think of using DISC to figure out how to communicate with, you know, family members who I might disagree with or a Myers-Briggs to communicate. I wouldn't, it's not, maybe it's not simplified enough or maybe it's the way it's framed. Mm. I wouldn't walk into a family function and go, no. oh, right, you know, Uncle Bob is uh, this. MJ so, something, something, right. Yeah. And, and it's important that when someone does any of these programs, they don't start analyzing the people in their family, because, <laughs> which is what you're tempted to do. But I always tell people, don't do that. Nobody's going to appreciate it. <laughs> but when, when families come together to do the assessment and the little children are doing a coloring book and the adults are doing the full assessment or whatever, Oh, it just gives everyone permission to be themselves. And it just gives everyone the tools to get along and drop the judgments, which is what we as humans do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We judge that. We're kind of hardwired for it, right? Yeah. And I'm trying to change that hardwiring completely. It doesn't have to be that way. You just, you know, this program is part of the Nelson BC school curri curriculum. Really? It is. Is that the only school that's using it? that I know of, that it's part of the curriculum, yeah. And is that to help the teachers or the parents or everybody and? All of the above. Do the teachers take it too? Yes, yes. Wow. And the students, yes. They should get the parents to take it. Oh, yes. Well, I, right, because, for example, um, a university student, let's not even talk about a young one, let's talk about a university student that knows the personality of their teacher. Do you know how much easier it is to get to, to impress somebody, whether you're selling or buying or learning or asking your kid to fill the dishwasher when you speak to them in their language so that trust and rapport can be built. I just had a flashback to university. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If I had known my yeah. economics professor, what yeah. his deal was, I yeah. might not have thought he was such a jerk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And vice versa, probably, you know, possibly. <laughs> oh, I was a very good obedient student. I just sat there quietly judging him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he was, he, so you're in university, you're an adult technically. And he was, you had to ask him if you could go to the washroom. And I just thought, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I just sat quietly judging him yeah. <laughs> and made sure I didn't drink anything before class. Yes. That's funny. That's funny. There are those that, that, that thrive on control. There are th those that thrive on order. There are Is that old? On, yes. And, and green's close in there as well. There are those that thrive on perfectionism. There are those that thrive on harmony and relationships. There are those that thrive on fun. So you can imagine how they don't get along because they don't understand, like, when are you going to take this seriously is what I would get asked. 
Right. Right. When are you going to be more serious or? And the answer uh, would be never. Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> next week. Right. Next, <laughs> next week. week. I'll put on a different hat. Then do you put on workshops for families? Like it sounds like you've I, done all different. I do. I do. It's you almost know, like family counseling. Well, in a way it is because I worked with a mother and son and these two darling little girls, but the little girls were the easy part. Once the mother and son sat together and we realized one was gold and one was orange and the gold was making the orange wrong for always wanting to play and not following the rules. And the orange was making the gold wrong for having too many rules. And once they saw this between a mom and a son, all that not getting along melted away and you could just see the re-engagement and them connecting and you know and coming together and saying you know love you sorry like let's do better and it was it's beautiful and i can see so many teenager relationships yeah. parent teenagers because that's yeah. when they start to try and establish who they are right yeah. i mean toddlers start learn the word no but <laughs> i just think that's when it comes out almost the loudest because there's no reason there's no reason for these parents and teenagers you know there's normal parent teenager angst and but so much of it so much of it could be dissolved by just this level of understanding so that a parent can just allow that teenager to be different right be themselves think differently analyze differently learn differently retain differently, have different dreams and desires and hopes, you know, to be a teacher or to be a nurse or to be a scientist. To be a rock star. To be a rock star, which was my dream. And you didn't do that first. You I did not almost last. It's not last because there's still things to do, but. I didn't do it for 45 years. I didn't even know it was always back there. And that's the thing. These dreams never go away. Right. It's always tugging on you. You know, when are you going to give yourself permission to be completely yourself? And it's, you do have to, I mean, that's when, when I do my six week program to help people, you know, get themselves taking, this is almost like, this should be part of the program i think we have to talk about this yeah because part of it is like there's all these aspects to your life and um sometimes it's one thing that's causing problems sometimes it's another yeah. and um knowing that maybe s some of the things that are feeling like that part of your life isn't working right like if your professional life isn't working right maybe it's not a promotion that you need <laughs> Maybe you're just in totally the wrong job. So many people are. Right. I mean, was. Maybe you don't know how to connect to the rest of your team. Maybe you don't know how to sell to all the different types of buyers out there. Right. Because there's different buying styles depending on what they need, what they need. And where I had two thoughts that just flew through my brain. So the first one was that one about it's hard to figure out your best life if you don't know what you what you don't know about yourself but one of the weeks that in that six weeks is we talked about responsibility and that you are the only person who's gonna mm. to make your decision for you right you have to be the one to 
and to step up for yourself and and mm. say this is what i want and i'm going to make it happen because no one's going to do it for you some people find that like well then it's not going to happen like they won't do it for themselves but maybe it's because they don't know which way to go yeah no one knows what's right for you but you and it's a process it's part of life you know to not know and it, i think that's why we're here is to figure that out right who am i what is where is my sweet spot what is my superpower are you laughing at my construction Heather? i am because i thought i heard somebody yell <laughs> as long as you're okay i'm good okay but it is true um some people are afraid of if you take responsibility for yourself what if you make a mistake yeah but um as my coach says there's no mistakes there's only information right and it's i've heard it from multiple places and it's like we understand it intellectually but you have to understand it like internally as a truth oranges are risk takers but we all have orange within us to some degree so what if you learned what you who you are and what you want and then worked that orange muscle and built up you know the bravery to just throw your hat over the wall not knowing where it's going to land and just trusted yourself right and then it'll be okay and that everything will be okay i know some people are afraid what will someone so think what yes. will my family think yes. when i left the corporate world wow yes Good total chaos un unfurled and funny it wasn't my family it was my friends who one of my friends was going to have me committed yeah to cam, to cam h took me out for lunch fully intending to drive me down to cam h and if you're not in ontario and you don't know that what that is that's some mental health facility <laughs> but yeah and my my but my family maybe because i'm the oldest and because they'd known me for a long time they went oh okay <laughs> not me my family they were going to come and save me they had no idea what i was doing wow right yeah we had very different parents yes yes right so interesting and parents can have such a huge influence oh, yes. on how you not how you feel about yourself where yeah. you go in life yes. i mean they're the first section of your life and then yeah. it's then after that it's your friends right can you yes. be you in your circle of friends yes that's a tough one too especially I'm, th I'm thinking of teenagers again that's a tough one <clears throat> but if you are given that permission if you give yourself permission and um i was talking to uh rod mcdonald recently on the celebrity chat and um giving yourself permission is such a big deal right and knowing that you won't die and and sometimes you need help to figure out what that is you're going you know where it is you want to go and it's oh my gosh yeah reach out and get that help and learn from others that know something you don't know because you know that's why you and i have, do what we do because we know we know something and we want to share it with the world and help them reach their dreams and their right potential good to, good way to bring it back around you're well, 
it's true, right? It is true. I mean, yes. we, cause you, we do it in different ways, but we both yes. are trying to help people. Yes. Like be who you need to be inside of you, like bring it out of you. And, and, and they don't need us to, to give you permission. We'll totally give you permission to do oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they don't have to wait as long as I waited to right. get on my stage, my stage of my stage. Everybody has a stage. What does it look like? You know, it might be a, might be a, a stage as a teacher or a stage as a uh, scientist or a stage as a hairdresser, but it's, it's what your dream is. And there is no, like we, t I just when you, because I heard my inner, my little inner judgy voice go hairdresser, but oh my God, no, seriously, I love my hairdresser and I would never judge her for being a hairdresser. No, because everybody has a different dream. And they're all valid. The and end. we tend to compare ourselves to everybody else. And when we stop comparing, that's where the permission comes from, right? Is yeah. to just be you. Yeah. And that's such a gift when you can find that place, right? Yes. And it, it can be, a, depending on your personality, it can be a scary place, which is why part of, like, even my program, I'm like, who is in your corner with you? Like, who is supporting you? Let me tell you how that scariness gets broken down. When you're raised to think one way, and this is how your parents think or your teachers or whoever has been significant in your life, but there's this nagging feeling inside of you that you should be doing something else. It's hard to do it when you've learned to not be that your whole life. But when you do my workshop and my training and spend time with other people just like you, that's where your permission comes from. And then if your family does the training as well, then they're like rooting you on because now they get it. That's what happened to my family. They get that I'm orange. So when I'm traveling the world by myself or getting on a big stage, they're like, you go, Karen, instead of, who does she think she is? <laughs> right. Why is she being so show-offy? I'm not being show-offy. This is how I'm wired. Like I'm wired to perform and to be on stage. And it's so funny that we do that. Oh, oh, because I listened to this podcast where, oh, she's just, you know, she's getting too big for her boots. Yeah. This is what she says a lot. She says this. I mean, she's telling you it's not true, <clears throat> but it is something that pass, flashes through your mind, right? Like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. because, but I think that comes from you thinking that you aren't good enough. Yeah. Right. And um, you, I don't, I actually don't want to sing on the stage. So right. you go, Karen. You well, stand little pants off. <laughs> that's it. Like we are all very, very different. But what is your sweet spot? Where do you shine differently than where I shine, right? That's what I love about what I do is helping people find where they shine and run for it. And that can make such a difference to your life. I just saw the ticker go across the bottom. I'm like, yes, wellness. But this is a huge part of wellness, I find. I, I believe because yeah. I don't think... I've said this in other podcasts where, and I said this this morning, you know, if you Google wellness, it's just going to show you all that before and after I lost a hundred pound pictures, but it's not, that's not what wellness is. Wellness is being happy, being who you are and being able to be whatever you are, whatever you're here for, right? Whatever you were, whatever philosophy you follow, 
there's a reason that you're taking this trip around the, the sun mm-hmm. and you won't be happy at the end if you didn't do it. Right. Right. I completely. What's that thing about the biggest regret? The biggest regrets of the dying is not doing the things that they had wanted to do all this time. Yeah. yeah. I don't want anybody to die with their dream inside of them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, circumstances can interfere sometimes. Um, I can think of all the reasons circumstances might interfere. But then I think about, and I guess because the Ukraine is so much on my mind, right? Like there's people right there who aren't living their dream right now. But then I think about... um, the people who still flourished while in concentration camps, who still had this person inside of them that knew who they were, like they were in a terrible situation, but, and I wouldn't wish you to find your dreams there in that particular location. But I think about like, there are still people there who are like, no, this is, this is who I am and this is what I need to do and I'm still gonna do it no matter where I am no matter what my circumstances. And that's like, oh, then who, and this is one of the coaches I know, who am I to deny the world what I have to give them, whatever it is, right? like I'm being selfish. My gift. My gift is this and need to make sure that I unwrap it and pass it on. Well, I think we become our most powerful self when we know and believe and trust and are our authentic selves. That's where our power lies. So that during those tough times, well, everybody has tough tough times. That's life, right? Yeah, it's all relative. So, but just knowing who you are gives you power, gives you strength, gives you confidence for to handle those tough times. And you'll know in that time what you need to be able to go through it, right? Yeah, it gives you direction. Yeah. It gives you gives you direction. Like I personally know that I have arrived. I'm not looking for anything anymore. Like I've arrived. I know who I am. And I know what I want. And I think that's what we're all looking for is that kind of clarity. Right. Makes everything else easier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just thinking like I'm thinking of my my journey of trying to if I'd met you like 20 years ago, I might have made my journey a little faster. Yeah. 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 Well, we met when we were supposed to meet, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But as like navigating the first thing is that awareness of like, oh crap, I'm in the wrong place. I have a coach friend, Nicole, who calls it. She one day she realized she was sitting in a mud puddle. She's like, okay. Then the next thing she does is she goes, then I realized I could stand up. <laughs> so it's like, but it actually, I will tell you, it took me two years from the time I realized I was in the wrong spot mm. to actually taking the step out of the mud puddle. Yes. Yes. Well, we're not all, we all do this at our own, at our, at our own speed. We all have our own processes for change. There's no right or wrong to it. Not saying that it was wrong, but saying that I might not have taken as long Mm -hmm. if I'd had some awareness of which direction to go, like who I was. Yes. And if I had had support and help 
Yes. Instead of the anti yes. of all of that. Right. <laughs> yes. There's a reason I've been married three times. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> you should be a dating guide. Yes. I've thought about it. Trust me. Oh my gosh, that would be I've thought about so it. So valued. I know people, men and women, so well. Uh, yes, I've thought about it seriously. I think of things like, you know, what is it, matchmaker? No, that's the podcasting. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's no, all no. these dating sites that say they're going to pair you with your soulmate, but if your if your soulmate doesn't know themselves and you don't know yourself, are you actually going to like? Let's say that you won't, but because mm -hmm. it happens all the time. But yes. wouldn't it be easier if you understood each other? Like, and that's it. I don't even want to pair people. I just want them to understand each other before jumping in or before jumping out, because right. people jump out without even understanding why there's conflict, and it's black and white in front of me. Right. Why this soft, caring person that cares about harmony and wants to express feelings is with this person that loves, greens love with the biggest heart. And they're very intuitive, but they keep it on the inside. They don't express it on the outside so much or at all. And they don't care for small talk and to get into these discussions and go round and round. How many people do we know that are stuck in that? Right. And make sense of it all and bring show them where to bridge the gaps and and help them understand where they're making each other wrong for just being who they are instead of making them right and working together. So I see so many layers of things. This yeah, it's like the inner design marriage counseling, the inner yeah. design dating service, right. the inner design right. family dynamic. Right. That's <laughs> true. It needs to we, be I've got you already into a mega conglomerate. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. Like for a little while, I was blaming most divorces that I saw because I know so many people who divorce at a specific age. I was blaming it on, the, like, they'll say, oh, it's the man's fault. It's his midlife crisis. No, both partners go through a change at a certain age, it's different for everybody. And if you can't, um, if they don't understand it and the other person's not going to understand it and, but I guess your inner person doesn't change, does it? Well, no, except like oranges are very comfortable with change, change, mm -hmm. move, try this, try that. Others mm -hmm. are not so comfortable with change and it's just understanding why somebody's changing faster or more often and somebody doesn't really want to. And, and, and we're all at different layers and levels of growth within ourselves to understand ourselves. And it's just accepting that too, right? Where somebody's at. And so, but they come into my workshop and within an hour, everybody's like, Oh my God, you know, <laughs> and I can explain it. I can explain. I take, problems and find solutions when it comes to people very quickly. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am going to post in all of the comments and feeds and all that jazz, um, the links, all, all links for you. Thank you. All roads lead to Karen. Thank you. Um, and 
if people want to reach out to you, like, do they just, they can send you an email? Cause you don't, like you said, you don't have any workshops running right now, but. But if enough people are interested, I can create one in a couple of weeks, <clears throat> right? In, you know, in three, four weeks, like the, I mean, the date and it's three and a half hours is the foundational training. And it's sitting on the edge of your seat. Holy cow, fun, amazing time with breakout rooms if we're on Zoom. And uh, yeah, people just need to tell me what they want and need. Contact right. reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And even like departments of organizations, because yeah. I know some people who listen work in, work in corporate. And we need you people in corporate. Please don't leave corporate just because... <clears throat> You know, I left corporate. Right. <laughs> Please stay there. <laughs> doesn't need new people. They just need to understand the people they've got. So I'm yeah. an organizational and culture consultant. And uh, yeah, that's so awesome. Mm -hmm. Any parting wisdom for all of our friends out in the world? Just be yourself, whatever that looks like, and make it right because I didn't for a long, 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 long time. And you don't have to wait as long as I did to make who you are right. So call me and I can quickly explain that to you and help you get through that. But just be you. And I've enjoyed this very much, Heather. I have enjoyed it too. And I'll just add on the end, it's true. Just spend like half an hour with Karen and you will know so much because I've done it. You will yes. know so much more. You're like, oh my God, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my friend, thank you so much for spending time with me. I thank appreciate you, you so much. I appreciate you. Um, I'll send you some little hearts. Yes. <laughs> All right. For your blue side. Heather's blue side. Talking to my blue side. <laughs> my orange is like, can we just go skydiving instead? But okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Thank you, and I will see you again soon. See you soon. See awesome. you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hi, my friend. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you found it useful and you're like me and you like, like helping others, please feel free to share this. Just give it a like. Give it a comment. If you found something useful in it, there's a chance that someone else will find something useful as well. Also, if you have any questions at all, I can absolutely help and I would love to help. You can email me at heather at prosperityflowcoaching.com. If you want more of this awesome content, you can follow me on Instagram, Heather Stewart Coaching. You can follow me on Facebook, Prosperity Flow Coaching. And I have a personal request. I want to help as many people as I can with these podcasts. And if you could give me a review, hopefully a good one, <laughs> if you could share, if you could send this out into the world, I would truly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day. And I hope that you find your way to wellness by getting back to me. Take care, my friend. <laughs>